0: Hi again. Okay, so I want to talk to you about something that really has gotten to my heart lately, and it's it's something that. Well, I hope that you give me the grace to explain everything, because this video is going to take a little bit longer than the normal ones I've been recording, and I have been sending out others that I recorded a long time ago. So I hope you're enjoying those. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, I was raised in the word of faith movement. And if you don't know what that is, basically it's you confess what you want to happen, what you believe God's best for your life is, and you confess that and then it will manifest. That's a really high level um, statement about what the word of faith movement is. So my whole life I was hyper conscious of what I should say and what I shouldn't say, but it turned into a religion for me. It turned into some kind of legalism for me. And I kind of rejected it a little bit, actually. I kind of got a pretty bad mouth on me. I kind of developed a, a fairly bad mouth. And I kind of, well, I, I did. I just rejected it. Okay, so I guess it's time that the Lord started talking to me again about it because he led me to a verse in James. Uh, and the verse says that if you think that you're religious... Then, and you don't bridle your tongue, then your religion is useless. Now, I don't consider myself religious at all, but some people would say that I'm religious because I love Jesus and I study the Bible all the time and I preach and I tell people about Jesus. So, some people would say I'm very religious. I say I have a relationship with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Anyway, I was not bridling my tongue and Whether I think I'm religious or not, I wasn't bridling my tongue. And what was happening is that I was opening myself up to deception. Now, let's talk about two more verses. There's a verse in 1 Timothy um, in chapter 2, and it says that Eve was deceived, but Adam wasn't. It's very interesting. I got to switch hands. It's very interesting that Eve was deceived, but Adam wasn't. And it says in, and it says in Proverbs chapter 26, verse 20 says that it says, do you see a man hasty in his words? There is more hope for a fool than there is for that man. God brought me to all three of these verses recently. And let's talk about what I learned. And I really want to share this with you. I'm going to show you what a bridle is in a minute or maybe on the next, I'm going to show you what a bridle is. Before the end of this video. And then I'm going to show you film of me riding. You guys have seen me ride before. If you've watched my videos before. But I want to point out what this verse, these verses mean to me now. And how that relates to my horses. And how it relates to my life. And how I hope it can relate to yours. Okay. So back to our story. In James it talks about... Not being able to bridle the tongue. No man can tame the tongue. And so I basically just gave up. And then God led me to this verse that says, if you don't bridle your tongue, then you'll be deceived. Now, there's a difference between taming your tongue and bridling your tongue. Taming your tongue, you can control your whole body. And even in further on in James The Lord says we put bits in horse's mouth that they may obey us. The word is may obey us, not will obey us. And if you've ever ridden a horse, you know that that's true. Just because they have a bit in their mouth does not mean they obey you. It means they may obey you. Um, But not bridling your tongue is not shutting up where you can't speak at all. Okay? But it is being measured with your tongue, saying exactly the truth. Now, here's what I want to point out to you. If you don't bridle your tongue, you are opening yourself up to deception, like Eve. Remember, the Bible says that Eve was deceived, but Adam wasn't. Now, let's examine what happened with Eve. In the Garden of Eden, when God put Adam in there, he told him to tend the garden. But he said, you can eat of all of the trees of the garden, but of this one tree you can't eat. And he didn't tell that to Eve. He told that to Adam. Adam. Now, here's one point that I want to make. When Eve was confronted by the enemy, she didn't have a revelation on her own of God's word because God himself didn't tell her. You'll you'll remember a verse in the New Testament when Jesus talks to the woman at the well. And she freaks out because he knows everything about her and she runs into town and she tells all the elders of of the town and they come, and then they talk to Jesus, and then it says that they said, after they talked to Jesus, we, be, we came because of the woman's word, but we believe you now because we've heard your word ourselves. Paraphrasing. So when you don't hear God's word, in other words, when you don't get a revelation on your own of something God has said, then you can speak incorrectly about it, and if you do, you're opening yourself up deception. And this is true throughout all of our life. It's not just true when we talk about the word of God. So when the devil approached Eve in the garden of Eden, he said, did God really say that you cannot eat of this tree? Notice the devil did not plant in Eve's mind the lie that she was about to tell. He said nothing about touching it. Eve said to the devil, yeah, God said that we can't eat of it and we can't touch it lest we die. Now, the devil did not point out the misspeaking by Eve. He just let her go on with the lie. He knew he was, she was lying. He knew. He's the father of lies. Of course he knew. So he just let her talk. And he said, you won't really die. You understand? And so she was deceived. Okay? Okay. She wasn't deceived because he told her a lie. She was deceived because she told him a lie. Oh, that's good. Let me just say that again. Eve was not deceived because the devil told her a lie. Eve was deceived because she told a lie. And the reason she told a lie is because she was trying to protect herself. All right, hear me out. I know you just didn't catch what I said. The reason Eve to- the reason Eve told a lie is because she was trying to protect herself. This is exactly what the Pharisees and the Sadducees were doing. They were also guilty of telling lies because they wanted to protect themselves. Remember they said that you can't work on the Sabbath and they got after Jesus for healing somebody on the Sabbath. Remember all of those cases? Did you know that the Jews actually made more laws for people to follow than God made? Jesus said that they lay heavy burdens on men's shoulders hard to bear because they were making extra laws. They were saying you can't eat of it and you can't touch it is what they were doing and they weren't deceived because they were being told that they were deceived because they were saying it now remember I said that in, in Proverbs it says do you see a man hasty in his words there's more hope for a full high rain face what is that high rain face let's see hi say hi did you remember that I said oh what's this on your face okay did you remember that I said that there is more hope for a fool than there is for somebody who's hasty in their words? Well, what happens is when we don't have control of ourselves, when we don't have a when we don't have a revelation, the Bible says that the people perish. Where there is no revelation, the people perish. When there is no understanding of God's word inside your heart, you will perish. Why? Because it's going to come out of your mouth incorrectly, and when it does, the devil takes his shot. The Bible says that where envying and self-seeking are, there is confusion in every evil work. So I would submit to you that Eve was self-seeking. She was trying to protect herself in the same way that the Pharisees and the sadducees sorry, the highway traffic's pretty loud right here, in the same way That the Pharisees and the Sadducees were trying to protect themselves. And this is self-seeking. This isn't God-seeking. This isn't saying to God, Lord, you are my protector. You are my strength. You are my shield. I expect you to protect me. And this is what your word says. And I'm going to stand on it. And so there is another place that the Lord is bringing up to my remembrance right now. The Bible says... At the very end of Revelation, it says, do not add to this word or take away from this word because if you do, you're going to be cursed. And so basically you're going to be found to be a liar is what that says. And so when Eve was approached by the devil, she lied. Hi, Daisy. Let's say hi to Daisy. Hi, Daisy. Daisy doesn't lie. She's the most honest horse. Okay. So Eve was approached by the devil, and she lied to him to protect herself from him. But it was in lying to him that she opened herself up, hi, Moses, for deception. Moses, no, say hi. Don't be ugly. Say hi. Hi. Okay. So, Oh, and there's Lazarus. I don't think I said hi to him on the camera, so let's do that. So Eve opened herself up to deception when she lied to protect herself. And so what we do is we... Say hi, Lazarus. Um, so what we do as humans is we have a need to be protected. God put that need on the inside of us so that we could run to him. We have a need to have our needs met, obviously. And he put that in there so that we could run to him. There are all kinds of things that we need as people that God put inside of us and he wants to meet all of those needs and he does meet all of those needs. But what we do is we get afraid that those needs are not met so we Quickly, in a moment of panic, speak. And what is amazing about speaking is that it is creation. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. If we are speaking, we are creating. Period. We're creating. And so when you speak a lie, you are creating a lie. Did you hear what I said? When you speak a lie... You are creating that lie. The lie may not have been true before, but now you're making it manifest. Because our ability to create is in our tongue. It's in our tongue. It's always been this way. I could give you verse after verse after verse, but then it'd be too dark to be walking in my pasture. And I would just be talking and that would be boring. So I'm not going to do that. But do you understand what I'm saying to you? That... If you do not bridle your tongue, you open yourself to be deceived. And what does bridling the tongue mean? It means that you yield the whole life, the whole body to the Spirit of God who is the one with the reins in his hand. What it doesn't mean is that you can't move. It doesn't mean that you can't move your mouth. It doesn't mean that you cannot continue your life. It's just that you are submitted to the will of God and you are submitted to doing things when he tells you and how he tells you exactly the same way that a horse does when you put a bridle on them. I'm going to show you a bridle in just a minute and you're going to see what I'm talking about and then I'm going to cut to a clip of me riding. So, beloved, the point of this whole video and this very long-winded explanation is that if you don't want to be deceived, you need to bridle your tongue because it is not the lie that creates the lie. It's the speaking of the lie that creates the lie. And typically, we are trying to get needs met And we don't believe God, so we lie in order to protect ourselves or in order to provide for ourselves. But it is the speaking of the lie that creates the lie coming to pass. I don't know how much of this video I'm going to leave in here because I feel like I will have lost you because I was long winded, but this is so worth it. I think, I feel like this video is so worth being long. So please forgive me for that. And I hope that you're still with me. I'm gonna show you the bit and bridle in just a moment. Hey guys, well, we are back in my garage with my dogs. Hi Mika. Um, anyway, and these are our bits. So this is Daisy's bit. It's got some grass in it, cause she was eating. This part goes in her mouth. This part goes on the side of her face. And this is the ring. This is what you hold. Okay, this is Moses' bit, and his looks a little bit different. But this part goes in Moses' mouth, right here. Okay, and sorry, uh, Ruby's eating dinner. And this is the ring. So these are the things that we put in horses' mouths to guide them, if you will, and The Bible says that we are supposed to bridle our tongue so God can guide us. Because if we don't bridle our tongue, we will speak out something that is not true. And when we speak out something that is not true, we open ourselves up to be deceived. And make no mistake, the deceiver will deceive you. So as you can see, Moses has a bridle on. In fact, I think this is the one I showed you earlier. And I am not restricting his movement at all. I am just putting him under my authority. So he goes where I want him to go, when I want him to go there. But he is still able to move and has his free will. I haven't taken his free will from him. And this is exactly this is exactly what I was talking about with bridling our tongue. Bridling our tongue does not mean being silent. Bridling our tongue means Putting our tongue in submission to the Lord's direction. Because remember, Eve is the one who lied to the devil. She didn't bridle her tongue. She didn't say exactly what God said. She said what she wanted to say. Like this horse, if he wanted to go somewhere, he could. And I couldn't stop him. God could, of course, stop us. But it's our act of love and obedience that causes us to bridle our tongue. All right, for now... We're going to continue to ride. Y'all have a wonderful evening. Remember, I love you and Jesus loves you.